Graham Butler's talking about bacon pizza. And that's what he's doing to chat and his time. Hey, everybody. Stop what you're doing. It's the afternoons with Josh, Ken, and Mandy. I can't remember. Uh, but we're taking a silly look at a serious world, Pirates. It doesn't matter when you listen, Ken. As long as your wife misses for the second straight week. But for a good reason, she's going to prenatal uh, physical therapy so she can maybe get a good night's sleep one of these nights. It's always the afternoons. <laughs> hey, everybody. How you doing, Joshy? I'm good, buddy. How you doing? I'm all, I'm all right. What are you going to do? We're yeah. good. We're busy. What are you going to do? You and I are busy. Uh, Mark Riley's busy. Um, we, yeah. Josh, we've been doing a lot of woodworking lately. Um, it's we been have. fun. It's we been are, fun, huh? Yeah. We are, uh, you know, um, I ba- basically we're Bob Vila and Tim the Toolman Taylor and Al Borland. All three of us together in, in one that's, room. Uh, yeah. That's really accurate. I mean... Um, I'll take the. Who's the one that knows the least? <laughs> Riley. Well, I wasn't going to say names, but oh, Borland, yeah, Vila. I mean, Tim the Toolman Taylor. I think it goes yeah. Bob Vila, then Al Borland, then Tim the Toolman. Taylor. I'll take that. Yeah. I'll take that. Hey, everybody! Uh, episode one third of the afternoons. Yeah, Amanda missed last week, and Josh. You know, we didn't even really acknowledge it. <laughs> I feel bad about that. We were like, hey, you know, not here. You're not you're not wrong about that, Ken. Um, and I don't know if she listened to that episode or not. Usually she does, but you know she's been. I will tell you this much: being yeah. pregnant, it's one. It's is very seems very difficult and painful, and seems, you know, yeah. Yeah. uncomfortable, uh, exhausting. There's many adjectives you can give that aren't exactly positive. Then you have the positive one: it's life changing, it's interesting, it's you know, uh, inspiring. It's all of that. And then there's those ones somewhere in the middle, anxiety inducing, uh, you know, um, uh, freak outing, making things of that nature. Right. Um, but one thing that, that maybe while pregnant, you, you can't exactly get done is, uh, you can't listen to your podcast that your husband and your, and and his idiot best bud do. Mm -hmm. Accurate, accurate, accurate. Yeah, I I got to imagine that she's not just like, hmm, what's going on in the afternoons today? Yeah. If I'm not on. Exactly. I mean, the the title of this episode currently on YouTube is My Baby is a Graphing Calculator. Because, um, (laughs) because this morning, so Amanda has this app and I I don't know what it's called, um, but it's, it's an app that tells you or a website or something is each week it updates you like what size your baby is, what it's learning to do, what it can hear, what if it was the size of something, what would it be? So like today she's like, hey, update, our baby is the size of a graphing calculator. And I was like, a graphing calculator, first of all, it's a rectangle. Right, yeah. It's like and it's that. thin. Yeah. So it's, my baby looks like it's shoved in carbonite. Does it yeah. have a little fold over like faux leather cover where you can put little yeah. post-it notes with little cheat sheets and stuff? Correct. Uh, I've programmed my entire uh, AP calculus exam into my child. So um, I cheated. And I cheated on my graphing calendar. Everything. I mean, I, I would take it to this. There was this one kid and I won't say his full name because I can't pronounce it. That I know that it was Ganesh Galiana Raman. But he he pronounced it. Uh, his nest. His first name was Ganesh. Okay. His last name was Galiana Raman. Right. But I, I'm pretty sure that the Galiana Raman was like pronounced better in Hindi because sure. he was Indian. Yeah. Then um, then Pittsburghies. Yeah. Yeez. Awesome dude. You pay him five bucks. Hey Ganesh Galiana Raman. <laughs> That's Pittsburghies. Yins come over here. Hey Yins hanging out with Ganesh Galiana Raman. So. I, uh, I, you would pay him five bucks and he would program. He had this like program. He was put the whole, like a bunch of the questions from the calculus test on your graphing calculator. Wow. And and so it got out, he got in trouble and then all of us got in trouble, but that didn't stop us from cheating on all the other exams. No. So I would, you know, have the, that has the instruction manual. If you flip it open, 
I would write the formulas for my trig stuff in the margins of the oh, uh, yeah. cover. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure my teacher saw me and just was like, he's going to be a comic uh, anyways. Yeah. What's, what's it matter? They, they had no faith in our math skills as is. Yeah. Um, Brian McGovern says it pretty perfectly. It means your baby's going to be square or at least hip to be square. Our first Huey Lewis reference of the episode. Hip to be ben, square. Yeah. That's a great song. That's Huey great Lewis, song. great band. Great, uh, great pant. He wears a great pant, Huey Lewis. He does wear does he a great pleats? pant. Does he have pleats? I, I think I've told the story on here. When I met Huey Lewis at Stone Rose, I was yeah. one of the more starstruck moments in my life. I mean, come on. Yeah, I would have just sang that song that he sang with Gwyneth Paltrow in that movie over and over. Cruising, whatever it was. Ken. I don't care. I'm tired. Baby, let's cruise. Yeah. Away from here. <laughs> oh, uh, I have sang that at karaoke with uh, a person that isn't my wife. It's a good thing she's not on this episode because. Um, wow. G'day, mate. Um, so let me. Uh, G'day. I did, I'm, I'm exhausted. I, I know you're exhausted. You have more reason oh to be exhausted gosh, than me man. twice over, but I have um I've got to go build a bathroom storage kit tonight. Not in my home. Um Ooh. but I did something I've I don't think I've done since I was sixteen, Josh. Yeah, uh, you wanna know what that is? I pulled into the Talk to me. gas station and, and, and parked parked on the wrong side. Meaning oh. I, I couldn't get the uh, you know, the 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 gold gas cap was on the outside and I needed it on the inside. Yeah. I thought, well, it's okay. Yeah. I those things stretch. And uh, it it didn't stretch. So in front of a lot of people, I was the guy who was like, gah, 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 gah. they had to do this complicated 19 point turn and bah, 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 just for 10 bucks a gas. I feel yes. stupid. Yeah. I watched, uh, there was this video that went around a while back mm-hmm. and it was this, it was a person trying to get uh, that exact thing to happen. And they kept pulling in the wrong way. It was like their, their, their whole world was in a mirror and they were like, no, no, no. If I pull in this way, it, it'll just flip. And she yeah. in it, it was, it, it, she pulled in, yeah. she pulled out, she pulled in, she pulled out, she backed in, she backed out. She kept going on the side. It was, it was legitimately Benny Hill. It was, it was amazing. I, I mean, I've never, because I, I still don't feel like I'm driving my car. Yeah. This, this Mustang is not mine because it's my friend's and I used to ride, he had it for 16 years and I would ride in it to Vegas around town. Like, so I feel like I'm in Paul's car. And so I still haven't taken the time to memorize which side uh, the gas cap is on. And then I'll drive Grace's car and then I've memorized finally where that one is. I just, I, I miss the Camry, Josh. Well, I miss the Camry too because I used to know which one was your car because it had a hole in the bumper. I was like, oh, Ken's here. <laughs> Right. If there were multiple Camrys in the lot, I'm like, nope, nope, nope. Ken, nope, yeah. nope. You know? I, I thought about repairing that when that happened. I, I bumped into, uh, I backed into a bollard in uh, in a 7-Eleven parking lot. Believe, wow. it or not. Believe it or not, I was at a 7-Eleven. Shock. And I thought about repairing it. Uh, my grandfather, my late grandfather now, but he offered to repair it too. And then I, I exactly what you said. I mean, there's a, there's 49 Shamry, uh, sh- uh, champagne, champagne Camrys. A Shamry. There's 49 champagne Camrys in a parking lot at any given time. So I want mine to have a hole in it. Ken, you just you just stumbled upon the greatest pun we've had on this show. Ladies and gentlemen, the 2020 Toyota Shamry, it's half shamrock, all Camry. It's brought to you directly from St. Patrick after driving out all of the snakes from Ireland. It's the Toyota Shamry. Yeah, that's uh, that's it. I want a Toyota Shamry. Uh, what color is that car? It's a Shamry. Uh, anyways, it anyways. comes in champagne for Shamry or Shamrock Green for yeah. all you, you know, people out there looking to take some risks with the paint color of your car. It's the 2020 Toyota Shamry. What's it? What's the worst color car uh, paint job you could do? Like a powder blue? Like I, okay, I know that. You know, like if you sell a crap ton of Mary Kay, you get like a pink Cadillac, right? Or a pink. Yeah. Okay. You know, and that that like baby pink is hideous, but it's nowhere near as bad as like, I, I, you know, like that, like a light pukey green is really rough. Uh, I mean, one of my favorite all-time <laughs> SNL sketch is the Chevrolet or the Ford Adobe. Yeah. And they make that car out of clay. Clay. <laughs> I mean, that a car out of clay, you know, my friend painted his entire car chalkboard 
And anytime he'd park, he'd leave um, a box of chalk on the back end of it and just tell people, and people would just see what was going on. And and he'd come back and he'd find all this art piece. And it would generally was not dirty or bad. I was going to say, I would usually think it would be a dick. You'd think, but people people see the opportunity and they're like, they get on board with it. And he'd come back and there were these beautiful art pieces. He'd he'd take pictures of it. And uh, yeah, uh, yeah, now he he lives in Reno and uh, he uh, has a gun and conspiracy theories. But um, for a while, that car was great. It was a Geo Metro. Dude, well, I had a Geo Prism that was like a teal Right. Yeah. It was a, it was like a seafoam teal and that I hated that car because even if you floored it, you couldn't get it to 45. I mean, yeah, you had push to it. push it. It needed a nitro booster. It was the slowest car on the planet. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Push it. Uh, the one time though, I saw, so I drove it. Mm-hmm. Ben and I had to share it. And, um, mm-hmm. I, I was driving it the one time and I opened up a can of soda in it and exploded all over the roof. And I never did anything about it. And my brother, my brother got in the one time and he, and he stuck up and then he came down and hair got stuck, like hair of his got pulled out from the stick from the soda on the roof. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. So you get in the car and you go. All right. Ken, in college, I was a little less uh, cognizant of my cleanliness, if you will. I mean, like I wiped some stuff down in the car, but I didn't get the roof apparently. And so that was that. Yeah. I love that. Kristen McGee in chat writes, weren't all geos steak, but then she corrects it to say, weren't all geos teal. (laughs) I kind of like, aren't all geo metros made of steak? Just a sizzling car. Everybody knows that the geo. (laughs) You got to dump A1 sauce in it instead of oil. You have to, you can actually cook a steak medium rare on the top of the carburetor. Mm. It's delicious. That's not a bad idea. Combine a car with a grill. You have to, (laughs) the car, the inside, like the seat, if you want to get the super comfortable seat, it's a a medium rare plus. plus. You just just open up the back hood. uh, The back trunk is just mashed potatoes to the brim. (laughs) Just scoop it up. It keeps it warm back there too, and you can get the butter add-on where you, the <laughs> yeah, the okay. wiper fluid is butter. You, you want a bread roll with that? I don't know. I love that sound. That's the, that's the that's tires a, are made of bread rolls. That's oh, an appetizing man. sound to pull out a spoonful of mashed potatoes. <laughs> the entire car is edible. Yeah, I, I think so. I, when you're hungry on a long road trip, just take a bite of the steering wheel. It's steak. <laughs> By the time I got to Memphis, I was on a chassis. <laughs> I look like an old timey car in 1911. <laughs> it when we got we we were driving through the desert, it got a little tan, so it turned into jerky. Yeah, <laughs> that was New Mexico. We, that was New Mexico. By the time we were pulling yeah. out of Gallup uh, on the 40, the car was jerky. Oh man, oh, man. <laughs> this is really good. Oh, I'm man. just seeing, you know, you oh, you want a new paint job, and they just put grill lines on the side of it, just like <laughs> it's like instead of that, like a wood panel wagon, it's just the grill lines. It's just grill lines. Oh man. Oh man. The, the chassis is just a T-bone. It's just mm-hmm. bone. Yeah, bone. You know, a bone. A it's a, bone. Oh, man. you wanted to get the Geo Porter House? That's an extra add-on. Yeah. That's, uh, oh, it's a little man. more expensive. God bless it. Uh, I'm just. I'm having a good. We're having a good week. It's just. I'm, I'm a little punchy. You're a little punchy. Oh man. Um. We. Oh, we got it. Uh, we can't kind of bury the lead though, man. Uh, tough loss. Yeah. Tough loss this week. You want to talk about it? You ready to talk Brutal. about it? Well, so Sunday. Uh, I'm in the car with Amanda. We're going to get, shockingly enough, steak breakfast burritos. The, there's a there's a really, really, really high-priced grocery store here in Los Angeles. It's called Air One, okay? Oh, yeah. And it's spelled, like, it's like $4.95 just for walking in the store. Yeah. They're like, uh, oh, the air you breathe? That's 60 cents yeah. a second. And, it, and it, the name sounds and looks like it's part of the fellowship to return the one true ring to Mordor. Like it's, Correct. It looks like it. Yeah. And Erwan spelled backwards is nowhere. And and my joke was always it's because you can't find any you can find no money anywhere in your pocket. Your money is nowhere after yeah. you leave that place. That's, this is accurate. So 
So, but they make a hell of a great steak breakfast burrito, right? And it's actually pretty reasonable. Like that's the one thing I thought my one buddy's like, oh, you got to get a breakfast burrito at Air One. I was like, what is it? 60 bucks? And went in there. It's only like 1250, that's, which in like fine. the grand scheme of things, isn't that bad? That's fine. Yeah. 1250 for a burrito. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, and then Amanda got a kale salad that was like $946. So it all evens out. <laughs> totally fine. Those are heavy croutons. <laughs> heavy. So... So we're in the car on the way to get burritos and uh, Amanda's sister called and she was like, Alex Trebek died. Oh. And I was shocked because, you know, like obviously I watch Jeopardy every single night and yeah. he, no, nothing had been said, nothing was in the news. And I think that, you know, as he was getting a little more and more sick, you know, he had said that some of the treatments were working, but pancreatic cancer is, yeah. is a death sentence. There's really not a lot you can do about it, which is really, really sad. Um, but, uh, mm-hmm. you know, um, he had been recording episodes and all that kind of stuff. And I, I just don't think he wanted to tell anybody that it was at the end or as he wanted to keep it just within his family. Right. And so, it, I mean, I was crying thinking about, you know, he said that he and his wife, Jean, who just had like a really nice thing. She tweeted out a picture of she and Alex on their wedding day, which is oh, really right, sweet. Yeah. Um, you know, thanks for all the the love and, you know, the, the kind well wishes, all that kind of stuff. Um, mm. And, they just like sat on the swing in their backyard and like looked out at the horizon together, knowing full well that like this was one of his last days on earth. I mean, I, I said to Amanda, and I don't know if this is too dark. Mm-hmm. I said, I just want to be walking across somewhere and somebody just, you know, like a sniper get me. I can't be looking across a horizon knowing that it's like really? my last hour on earth. Yeah, I know what you mean. I don't know if I want a sniper to get me. Um, <laughs> but, but uh yeah, I, I know what you mean. There's something to that. There's some kind of like, uh, I don't know. It's tough. I don't know. You got to say goodbye. You know, I, when I when my grandfather passed away last year. I knew I was having my last moment with him and I just didn't let it linger too long. And I don't regret it at all. It was perfect. It was good. I said, the, I said what I needed to say and I took a breath and walked away, you know? Yeah. But you don't know till you're there. You don't no. know. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you're right. I don't know. But the way I, like if I'm sitting there with Amanda and it's like my last hour on earth. I'm like, that, that is a hard way to, you know, go. But, but then as soon as, like, as soon as he died, Mm -hmm. you know, somebody texted me like, Oh, George Stephanopoulos wants to be the next host of Jeopardy. LeVar Burton. I mean, I saw LeVar Burton wanted to do it when, you know, people had talked about Alex retiring and stuff like that. And, you know, there's already petitions out for people wanting to do this and, and want his job. Now, listen, I'm not saying that I still don't want to be the next host of Jeopardy. But let the man, like, let the family grieve for a little bit, for crying out loud. Let the people of Jeopardy, you know what I mean? I, this is, like, that's some low blow. The guy's barely in the ground if, if yeah. you know, like, he's got kids. He's got a wife. People are just like, who's going to be the next host of Jeopardy? You got to track it down. You got to track it down. Like, that's the society we're in right now where we can't just, like, Let's celebrate the man's career. Let's watch these last episodes of Jeopardy. These are the last ones we're ever going to see of Alex Trebek. And then, I mean, I'm sure it's going to be Ken Jennings or something. I mean, listen, I want to, I've, I've had the campaign going since I was 12 years old. Okay. I've said it since the beginning of anything I've ever been on, right. but like, I respect Alex in the show way too much to be like, time for me to put my petition in there. Everybody's like, you know, when Alex got sick, it's like, Oh, you look, Josh, you're really trying to capitalize on him being sick. I was like, first of all, yeah. I stopped talking about wanting to be the next host of Jeopardy when, as soon as I heard Alex was sick, yeah. as soon as I heard about it, because that's the respectful thing to do. It's not like, Hey, you know what we got to do? Yeah. We got to make sure that Josh becomes the next host of Jeopardy because, uh, you know, Alex has pancreatic cancer. What kind of a dick move is that? I agree. Well, uh, Dave Taylor just put it in chat, but there was like that stuff, like when, when uh, Chadwick Boseman died and like the articles you know, and they got wonderfully just lambasted on, on online for doing it. But like, what yeah. does Marvel do now? Who cares? Give us a correct. Yeah. Yeah. There, you know, uh, it's, and listen, mm-hmm. the man was a legend. Not only was he a game show host, but like the, all the stories you read about Alex Trebek, yeah. he was like an incredible human being. He was like a really, really, really nice person. He was a great dad. He was a great husband. Um, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, you know, you celebrate the man's accomplishment and, you know, what he was able to do to inspire people and, you know, inspire people that were going through cancer, inspire people to, to you know, want to be smart, to, to, mm-hmm. to think of Jeopardy as a goal, to learn and all that kind of stuff. Think about that as the last thing, as the lasting impression with the man, not who's going to fill his shoes because the yeah. shoes are unfillable. I've been saying that since the very oh, beginning. Yeah. You can't fill the shoes. Yeah. He's Alex Trebek. Yeah. 
Yeah, he was special, man. He was special. See, he was a broadcaster. He was a true host, uh, you know, and was a part of uh, everyone's lives. It's one of those characters, uh, and it's great. It's it's weird to see the old pictures. I forget how young he was when he was hosting, but he already seemed old to me. Josh, you grew up with him, right? I mean, this this obsession with Jeopardy is something that's been with you your whole life. Um, yeah. Uh, so what? Yeah. How do how does how how do you how do you comprehend just kind of. Uh, losing someone that was a part of your upbringing, man. You know, it, um, it's like a, it's a hard thing to think about, you know, cause mm-hmm. every, there's a lot of like fun memories and cool times. And it's, I know it's 30 minutes every night, but when it's been a part of your life for so long, yeah. um, and that man being a part of your life for so long, and I'm, I'm sure people that watch Wheel of Fortune think the same thing about Pat Sajak, but there was really like, there was something special about Alex Trebek and the way that he moderated and 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 played such a simple game, such a difficult game, such a brain-busting game. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he had his moments of comedy, had his moments of levity, and then he had his moments of, uh, you know, he was just a constant professional. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're never going to hear Ellen DeGeneres stories about Alex Trebek. You're never going to hear those stories, right? right. You're never going to hear the Steve Harvey stories. You're never going to hear the, you know, Christian Bale yelling at a cameraman stories. And the coolest thing that really ever happened to me, and I've talked about it on here, I think I talked about it on Collider Live, was when he called me out of the crowd. And I, I posted yeah. a video about it right after he passed away. Right. Um, you know, yeah. oh, I heard you want my job. Have you ever have you ever done any broadcasting before? And then I went through his resume and he was like, all right, yeah. well, good luck, you know? <laughs> good luck to you. I'm still here. Good luck to you. Yeah. Uh yeah, yeah, no. And uh yeah, Mariano in the chat, John Mariano, who who John's all right. Uh he says, yeah, uh yeah. Alex along with Regis Philbin, who we also lost, Bob Barker, staples of hosting for me. And it's true, it's a different era of broadcasting. And I think yeah. sometimes that uh that kind of stuff gets made fun of now. And I'm not gonna say by current generations. I don't mean that. I just I've been in this uh, this side of our business where you you and I have been for the last few four four or five years where I just see people afraid to host. They they don't want to host. They make fun of it. They're too cynical yeah. about it, or they just don't know how because they just see Twitch streamers uh, coughing into mics and stuff like that. And Correct. and uh, you know, uh, they, it, it, I miss that era. I miss that era of broadcaster. And, and he was a special kind of uh, dignified, uh, decent Canadian host, and I loved it. Yeah. Um. No, you're you're 100 right. I used to love when you know when he interviews the people on the show, and like some of them were you know like your basic interviews, but he would always have a you know a, a zinger in there. Like once every 20 episodes, would he zing somebody? Because yeah. he you know he was he was great. And I watched the the there's the one where the girl talks about like she was into LARPing or doing something. He's like, oh, so you're a loser. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's the that's the best. I saw that a couple months ago. Uh, you know, look, I'd love, uh, you know, I'm a nerd. He's not wrong. He's the best. He's yeah. not, he's not wrong. Um, yeah. I, and there was a clip that got me crying of, uh, of the gentleman who was, uh, who won and was like, hey, Alec is, uh, and he, and he went back home watching. He's like, yeah, my grandfather. And I, I, I learned to, uh, speak English by watching you with my grandfather and, and the guy's balling and I'm balling watching a, you know, 15 year old Jeopardy clip. Yeah. So he was yep. able to do a lot up there. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, man. Yeah. yeah. So, Tough stuff. I mean, here's the yeah. thing is, you know, nowadays when you are looking for hosts of shows, they're just like, Oh, just grab the actress from Glee. Right. You know, or just grab, uh, let's get Ryan Seacrest again. Uh, let's just get, uh, we'll yeah. get somebody famous to just host the show. Yeah. And sometimes they're good. Sometimes they're terrible. Yeah. Sometimes it's not well, good. I think Seacrest is a broadcaster in that vein too, but I know he's, he's not the only one. Yeah. It's, it's a, uh, yeah. I don't want to turn the conversation negative uh, about uh, my old crusty thoughts about hosting and stuff like that, but no. uh, yeah. uh, I have some opinions on it. Um, but yeah, he yeah. was a uh, part of that era and just a, uh, you know, a constant, he was a constant. And those constants, uh, it, it, when when they're gone, they affect your life. And, and if and for someone like that competitor who won, and and it meant a lot because Alec uh, Trebek helped him learn to speak English and what it meant for his grandfather and all this kind of, you know, you growing up and loving the show. It's yeah, when when George Harrison passed away in two thousand one, like I, I sobbed like I knew the guy, and I didn't. Of course, I didn't. But it's just like that's that's what happens. They get in your life, man. You're right. They get in your life. If you want to do yourself a favor uh, and you're out there watching or listening, whatever, go and watch. There's two video clips that are amazing. One is Alex Trebek hosting 
like the Canadian quiz championships in black and white. Oh yeah, right, okay. Okay, and then the other one is um, Alex Trebek in like a celebrity bowling for bucks. Mm -hmm. And I think it's it's like him and uh, maybe it's Dick Clark or something, but it, Trebek's got a big Afro and the solid mustache and he's bowling for bucks. I mean, there's some really good old Alex Trebek <laughs> clips out there. He was um, a he was a good good looking man his whole life had that kind of older dignified look but I saw totally. some of those early clips of him man ooh hunky Trebek man he just chiseled jaw tight haircut yeah I mean listen the guy I think probably started the mustache trend of men in the eighties like how many dads in the eighties had a mustache and it was just that was their look I mean that my dad, nowadays my dad still has it yes yeah. Nowadays, like if a dad shows up to a parent teacher conference and he's got a mustache and he's like, quote unquote, a professional, yeah. it's like, oh, clearly they got divorced and he's going through a phase. Yeah. <laughs> him and between Haskell him and 420 says bowling, bowling for, for dollars. dollars. There you go. What I think be Tim between him and, and Tom Selleck and Tom Skerritt, Sam Elliott, but Sam, Sam Elliott's mustache is timeless. Those other guys, Scarrett, Selleck, and Trebek, man, they represented uh, just an era of mustache that uh, we are not in. We are not yes. in. And I don't know if ever yeah. we'll ever be in. We, they tried. They tried. No. I mean, you know, here's the thing is I think when you see somebody with a mustache, right, they're either a hipster going for like the look, like a look, mm -hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Or it's getting ready for a Halloween costume or something, right? Or like they, they lost the bet or it's, or it's during November. November's right? different. Yeah, I'm not making fun of that. I you Grow, grow yeah. whatever you want. I don't care. A good Fu Manchu handlebar mustache I, I'd have any day of the week. But uh, yeah, I think I, we, we, I even know some folks who do the uh, I'm growing a mustache. You're trying to be a hipster. Go go shave or yeah. grow, grow a beard like a gentleman. Like what do you do? Jerry, am I a hipster doofus? <laughs> Look at me. Jerry. Am I a hipster doofus? Christy McGee says, who doesn't appreciate a good divorce mustache? You know? <laughs> you know? Uh, Monterey Jack says, John uh, Waters has the best mustache. Yeah, that, I, yeah, that, that little pencil mustache is great. Waters, Waters is classic all the way around. Uh, so, yeah, I, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. I had this um, on my, when I did my study abroad in uh, hey, uh, yeah. my semester abroad. Yeah. There you go. My, my study. I study abroad every my night. Study abroad. Right? Oh. Hey. Whoa. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I had this teacher, his name was Terry Kirk. He was my Art of Rome teacher. This guy was a legend. He has a okay? mustache. He has a mustache. He had a pencil thin mustache. He was like, he looked like a French painter. He was like bald. He was like this, he looked like Stanley Tucci. He was gloriously bald, always had a really nice blazer and like a, a turtleneck, yeah. uh, a very nice, like tight leather briefcase kind of a thing. You know right, what I mean? Right. And he had this pencil thin mustache with like a flavor saver kind of goatee look to him. Yep. And I was kind of drunk during one class because it was the art of Rome. It was called the art of Rome. So every, every class you went to like a different part of Rome. Right. Yep. And so some classes were in the morning and then you had some evening classes and you saw some things at night and during the day. Well, one class was at like 6 PM and it, I just like went and got drunk before yeah. on wine yeah. and then went to class. I mean, it was study abroad. It, yeah. And so, Go ahead. No, is the art of Rome? Is that a menu option on at Olive Garden? It is. I think that you, you that's the dinner special, the art of Rome. It's a five course tour around Rome. You sure you? Yes, correct. So you get breadsticks, you get salad, you get pasta, you get meat, you get a glass of average wine with yeah. each meal, and then of course you get the all you can eat tray of tiramisu <laughs> and a flatbread pizza. <laughs> They're, the flatbread pizza is the table in the art of Rome. They bring it out. That's what you eat off of. It's amazing. You can wrap your pasta in it. Uh, yeah. Anyway, sorry. I cut you off there. Yeah. Uh, Eddie Haskell. Uh, don't worry. We have seen uh, the video of the Trebek outtakes. You don't need to yeah. take me. I'm on, I'm not on Twitter anymore. I don't think people, I, I don't interact on Twitter anymore. I apologize. Oh, you're out. No, I'm, I'm on it. I promote. I don't interact. You, you send oh. me something and tag me. Nope. Bye-bye. Got it. I don't, I don't okay. interact. I'll promote like crazy, but. Got it. Got it. I mean, I, I understand. Everybody's got their, their limitations, their, their, uh, max outs, if you will. I'm out, you know? Jerry. I'm out. So, um, what was I talking? Oh, Art of Rome. Yeah. So 
I'm drunk before this class, right? And there's like, I don't know, 15 people in the class and we all follow him around. As he, he's basically a tour guide and then you got to take a test after the tour, right? Okay. So he's like, a re- but he's really good. And like, you know, we, but this was near the end of the uh, end of the semester. So we'd known each other for a while. And, you know, he was from Pennsylvania. I think he was from, I don't know if he was from Pittsburgh, but he was from close to Pittsburgh, like in Pennsylvania. And I was always kind of like, how the hell did you get out of there to here to teaching an art of Rome class? He's like, it, it was not easy. Uh, yeah, no, no crap. Yins, so, let me tell you. Dude, I've seen artwork before. Okay, here's what. Yins go Dan Pan. Okay, there's a museum down there. They got a yeah. dinosaur bone. It's like nothing you've ever seen before. I, I love that I've turned yins, which is supposed to be like you, right? What is it? You, you, you all. I've you all. I've turned it into like some other like it doesn't even <laughs> apply. You so know? it'd be like yins guys going downtown. It's like you guys going downtown. Yeah, yins guys going downtown. I'm like, you want to get in the yins? No, that's not it, Ken. <laughs> yins hanging up on her. Oh God, uh, yins know about art. Yins know. Let me tell you a story about this, okay? So then we're in Rome, in Italy, okay? And let me tell you something. They don't serve chicken parm in Italy. They ain't even got chicken parm. I ain't even seen it on their menus. I was like, you ain't got chicken parm? They were like, no. And I was like, what the hell? I'm in Italy. I wanted the best chicken parm they got. (laughs) They have it at Olive Garden. I got the tour of Rome. They haven't got Olive Garden. Good Lord, you get the tour of Rome. I think I'm getting a tour of Rome. You think I get a chicken parm? I mean, my God. So, so anyway, so I'm drunk and Terry Kirk, yeah, this Terry. is the longest way to get to the, this, it's not even a good punchline. This again. is the afternoon. This so is I was like, Terry, yeah. so end of the class, you know, I, I not only were we like during class, but I'd also brought like some wine in a water bottle. <laughs> so it's like still stepping on a little vino. Is that a, poli- that's, and, a that's a police zone, Terry's right? Like, yeah. Terry's like, uh, anybody got any questions before we wrap up? And I was like, Terry. I've had a question since the beginning of this class. How do you get that mustache so tight to your lip? How do you get that mustache? I mean, that thing is the perfect pencil. Yeah. And he's like, that, that's your question? And I was like, yeah. He's like, yeah. Uh, I actually use a straight razor. I was like, wow. Everybody's like, whoa, that's pretty good. <laughs> like, wow. That's craziness. That's craziness. I uh, Whoa. B.C. Tiller. B.C. Tiller. Just because. Just because. Finally listening live, not the usual Friday on Spotify. Thanks, B.C. That's great, B.C. Tiller. B.C. Tiller sounds like uh, this follow-up to Aqualung. (laughs) Actually, I'm not sure if you know this about B.C. Tiller, Ken, but his uh, family um, owns the largest tractor supply company in, um, I believe the town is Independence, Kansas, Oh, the till, and, the tillers, uh, the tiller, the tiller, the tilling tillers of Independence, Kansas. Kansas. Correct. Yeah. Uh, so BC, BC uh, Tiller, his dad DC Tiller, his brother JC Tiller, and right. his mom um, Teresa Tiller. Yeah. Um, and uh, and they own the t- Tiller and Sons yeah. uh, Tilling Tilling uh, Farm Equipment Company. Uh, yeah. They've been supplying the greater Kansas area. The greater Independence, Kansas area since 1974, yeah. and uh, they do combines, they do front loaders, they do backhoes. You're saying terms. Uh, they do. They also do super seeders. They do all of it. Oh, absolutely! If you definitely want to get yourself a super seeder because that's the best way to plant your lawn, your garden, uh, anything, uh, anything there. Uh, you know, you get a super seeder. You do, Josh. Do you get one with the sidecar, or or do you get one with the uh, seed high on the top? How, how do you do it? Well, you know, if you're going to Tiller and Sons, uh, usually their fall deal is the sidecar is half off if you come in with a family, proving the fact that you need to have your son or daughter there along with you right. on the super seater. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the super seater yeah. uh, was was ranked by uh, Farm Equipment Magazine <laughs> at, at BC Tiller and Son as the Farm Equipment Farm piece of equipment of the year, 2007. Of the year. And Tiller and Sons uh, tilling equipment is going great. But there were, BC did try to step outside the family business. And you remember that year, Josh, where he actually played uh, middle linebacker for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders in the Canadian yeah. Football League, all 110 yards up there. Uh, yeah. he, had, he had a great year. He was, uh, you know, uh, good uh, lateral movement, uh, good on pass protection. And, high motor guy. Uh, high high motor. motor guy. 
Uh, and on uh, on the seventh down, because the Canadian Football League plays by, by their own rules. Weird downs. Yeah, yeah, weird downs. He was great at uh, plugging the gap, as they said. Um, but just couldn't uh, couldn't get to the NFL like he wanted. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, it's kind of tough. Uh, uh, BC Tiller had the speed. He had yeah. um, he had the vision. He could read offenses really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but then he hurt his ankle in his third season, and it was uh, you know. You know, Canadian football has 29 games in a season um, because the games are only 28 minutes long. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. so uh, in, in game three of his third season, he, he hurt his ankle really badly. P- people still talk about it as the great ankle. Mm-hmm. It was the great ankle game of the Toronto Argonauts versus Saskatchewan Rough Riders. And um, he, he had already had three sacks in the game, uh, or as they call them up there, uh, the th- they call them throwdowns. Uh, sacks are actually called throwdowns. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the Canadian Football League has different terms. Touchdowns up in the Canadian Football League are actually called, uh, do you mind if we stand here for a second? Uh, Correct. It's a, it's a yeah. different system of score, yeah. So, and then, you know, you got it. The, the, the scoreboard says, sorry for the points. Yes, um, yes. Canadian so, Football League is the only yeah. league where the, the, the winning team bows down to the losing team and begs forgiveness. Yeah. Um, Oh no! What's I lost that? you. You lost me. I'm mm-hmm. here. I lost. I lost. You're here. Oh no! Yeah, I'm here. I'm seeing you. <laughs> okay. I'm good, hearing good. you. I'm yeah. feeling. I think you know the one great thing about the one great thing about Tiller and Sons and BC Tiller is uh, the work they've done in the local community. Um, they actually designed in one uh, one large cornfield. Mm-hmm. They designed a 1993 Toyota Shamry in the field into a maze during Halloween and the kids were able to like go through oh, the yeah. Shamry. Oh yeah. They go through the Shamry though. There's many who say that the Tiller family Shamry is haunted. Uh, and uh, there's uh, the show ghost seekers is uh, going to come on out and uh, do a test on it at the Tiller and Tiller sons uh, uh, tilling uh, supply company. We've changed the name every time we've mentioned it, which is fine. <laughs> well, there's the Tiller and sons tractor equipment. There's Tiller and sons feed and supply. Yeah. And then as everybody knows, uh, the father, DC Tiller, yeah. his brother, Anthony Tiller, mm-hmm. Ugh, mm-hmm. they had a huge falling out in 1981. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he went over to start Tiller and Tiller Dentistry and uh, Teeth. Uh, <laughs> dentistry and, and Teeth and Hemel work. <laughs> Anyways, thanks for the everybody super chat. Everybody knows that farming equipment and dentistry go hand in hand. They go hand in hand. They interlock. Interlock like you're praying. Uh, thank you for the super yeah. chat is what we're trying to say. Yes. Thank you, BC. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Well, oh, man. It's great. It's great. No, we appreciate it because uh, the podcast currently no ads on it. Thank you, Anchor. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for uh, taking uh, food money from me. Um, yeah. yeah, that's uh, that that was too grumpy. I'm sorry. That That's crusty with a K, as Christy McGee would say. <laughs> Well, uh, real quick, I'm, I'm guessing a, a BC Tiller, he, a German, he said, except needs to be in a German accent. So I, I think you remember, Ken, that finally uh, we, we would be remiss if we didn't mention the Tiller yeah. and Sons commercial in yeah. Christmas of 1993. OK, yeah. it went a little something like this. Hello and welcome to uh, the Tiller and Sons farming equipment. My name is Klaus Tiller. I am their cousin from yeah. Germany. And uh, I have come here to America to uh, tell you guys that this year at Tiller and Sons, we will uh, have Christmas sale. And with every purchase uh, of more than $400, you will get our custom Tiller and Sons nutcracker, along with many different kinds of nuts on which you can crack it. Crack them nuts. Crack the nuts. Yeah. 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 And then uh, you take the nutcracker home and uh, you, you and your family can enjoy many hours of nutcracking deliciousness. Josh, have you ever cracked some nuts? Again, I've cracked jokes. I've cracked hearts. <laughs> but I've never cracked a nut. And you've cracked wise? I've cracked wise, yep. I've read Cracked Magazine. I've even attempted to smoke crack. but <laughs> never cracked I, nuts. But never cracked a nut. Yeah. No, nope. maybe we, I've enjoyed I've enjoyed a crackle, Ken. I, I love know? crackles with a K. I crackles I've watched K. programming on Crackle. Yes, yeah. Crackle dot com. The, 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 the and was is Crackle NBC? Was that NBC? I think I don't know anymore. Is it still going? I, I love know. that NBC and listen, if they want to buy a show of mine or broadcast, I would be more than happy. But like NBC keeps going. They're like, Hey, 
Nobody's watching Crackle because we, we know they don't know that it's all NBC programming. Let's just call it NBC Universal Streaming. No, we're going to call it Peacock. Oh, it's on Peacock. Well, let's, Wait, which one? Yeah. Peacock again? Oh, that's NBC because they're a Peacock. Wait a second. Why didn't, like, HBO Max? We get it. Yeah. NBC, it, Netflix, we get it. Amazon, we get it. Would be like if Hulu came out, like, we got a new streaming service. It's called Table. You're like, what? <laughs> Who, what, if, what if you spent your whole life and you grew up thinking the NBC logo was a hand fan? <laughs> Why is it a peacock? I don't understand. It's a it's a it's a hand fan. Like I'm on a, like I'm on a porch in Georgia. Oh man, that is good. Man, I'm still excited that we get uh, our. I can't wait for our Christmas commercial of Tiller and Sons farming equipment this year. I'm just really really excited. It starts airing December first. Obviously, it does. right in time. Right in time for the holidays. Right in yeah. time. Right in time. Ken, indeed. speaking of holidays. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of holidays. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Amanda not being here, uh, for those that are wondering where she's been for two straight weeks last week, it was a prenatal massage this week. It's prenatal physical therapy. Uh, my good buddy who you know, Ken, uh, Nick Kutry, he owns uh, physical therapy clinics here in Los Angeles called Moti, M-O-T-I. Mm. Um, and mm. they're awesome. If you live in the Los Angeles area and you need physical therapy, check them out. Uh, I've gone. My dad is gone. Nick has magic hands. So does everybody on his staff. Uh, they work a lot with dancers and they work a lot with, um, like, uh, professional athletes and all that kind of stuff. Anyway. So Amanda went to get prenatal physical therapy. So she's not here to defend herself because Ken, if you notice in the background, Mm -hmm. yeah, uh, pick it up. See See Peloton. Yeah. That's a, that's a stocking right there. She's already hung our stockings. Ken. Oh no. Oh, no. She's already has Christmas decorations up. It's not even November 15th. Oh, no. Is that the rule 15th? I, I, I think know, she's just you know, had enough of 2020 and just wants yeah. it to be Christmas Look, time already. I don't get to take happiness away from anybody. Um, yeah. But I, I think um, is that the, it's got to be, you got to wait to November 15th, right? We're still coming down from Halloween. You know, you know, do, you know a, lot, a lot of people aren't putting up Thanksgiving decorations anymore, right? No. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't know. I, I always feel bad for Thanksgiving. Not that it like it's a holiday that has feelings, but imagine that like, you know, you saw the advent of a Halloween store. Yeah. Sad turkey. Because oh, really, and, really and truly it's a, it's a, you know, it's a holiday about getting, eating as much as possibly can yeah. and sitting on a couch while your pants split. Right. Yeah. Whilst, Saying that it was like a, 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 a holiday for like the Native Americans and the pilgrims that got together to like call a truce to their pending war when really and truly they were just filling their blankets with smallpox and yeah. sending them to reservations. Just it little, really did none of that. Just a little sit down dinner between friends. <laughs> yeah. All, was, all, it, all it was. Sure. Um, like this works out. Yeah. But let's just say you, you are a small business owner, Ken. Okay. I mean, just like, kinda, just like Tiller yeah. and Sons. Okay. Yeah. You know? And um, you thought, oh, man, they have Halloween stores and they got Christmas stores. I'm going to open a Thanksgiving store. It's going to be full of cornucopias and gourds and turkey themed stuff. Your store gets no love anywhere. Halloween pops up. By the time October 31st rolls around, there's already Christmas decorations up at Target. There's already Christmas decorations up. Thanksgiving is, is the your birthday's on the 26th of December of holidays. It is just overlooked it's forgotten and uh you know um it's got the best food it's got the best food it does thanksgiving i mean yeah ken mm-hmm. there's no other meal where you can literally take every single item and put it on your plate just mush it together and it's still delicious into a big mound of food who doesn't enjoy a big mound of food christmas it's an all you can eat buffet christmas food tries to hone in on the thanksgiving marketplace but uh the thanksgiving food meal is the best and and this year i'm probably not going to be able to have turkey and i'm okay with that josh as long as i get my mashed potatoes and some sort of gravy i'm a i'm a happy camper i could just have a a richard dreyfus making a alien symbol in his mashed potatoes level amount of food and i'll be okay we should do a uh, a little Thanksgiving pre-tape to release on Thanksgiving. Maybe we'll record something. Oh yeah, uh, good call. And um, we will uh, we'll do like our our top thirty Thanksgiving memories of. Uh, I, that's a great idea. That's let's let's commit to that thing. Uh, yeah, I forgot that uh, Thanksgiving's in two Thursdays, 
and uh, we will not be broadcasting on that day. So yeah. yes, you're right. You're right. Yeah. We should do that. We should do that. It's so because it, oh man, it's so nice. I'm five years removed from it, but to not have to worry about Black Friday, I still oh. don't take that for granted. I can't even imagine. I remember when I first became your friend, I was like, what's Black Friday like? And you were just like, imagine the worst day of your life times a thousand. Imagine actual diehard, but worse. Yeah. South Park captured that well. Uh, yeah, no, I don't have to worry about it anymore. It's the best. Best. Uh, uh, yeah, slept 31, worked 31 straight hours the final Black Friday of my, uh, oh my, my old life. Uh, and I thought I was tired just working every night. I mean, guys, we've got a huge thing coming in the next couple of weeks. Uh, we're going to announce something early Soon. December. I think yeah. we're probably going to announce something because we're going to get a whole month of lead up to we got logos. We, I mean, the, what we're yeah. announcing could change the Internet and content yeah. and your lives forever. Um, forever. Forever. Yep. Uh, Ken and I have been building, Mark Riley, we've been building things, literally building things with hammers and nails. If I had a and, hammer. A hammer in the evening. Ken, remember the other night? There, there. I'll show you guys. That's a cut, a little small cut on my finger. Yeah. Uh, this is how it went. This is Ken how it went. went. You were you were working, and I looked down. I go, you got blood all over the wood. And you went, I don't got time for that. I don't got time <laughs> to bleed. And you just kept going. It's great. Pain don't hurt. Oh, thanks, Jesse Roach, hurt. for the super chat. She says, hi, come see oh. my strip malls of USA comeback tour. That's right. Jesse's singing. Singing for us. We did her bio last week, or oh, was it two weeks ago? Uh, doing yeah. a tour of strip malls there. That'd be um, that'd be great. Um, and Jesse Roach, um, Ken, I don't know if you saw this week on Spotify, Jesse Roach released her first single since 1991. Um, that her first like individual single, not on an album, not on a soundtrack, because she was yeah. on the Notting Hill soundtrack. I'm not sure if you remember. And then she, of course. She was uh, the lead singer in the house band in uh, Blended, starring Adam Sandler and um, Drew Barrymore. Yeah. But mm -hmm. Jesse Roach's new single that dropped this week on Spotify, mm -hmm. it was called, Oh My God! And it was... Yeah. I, Just a collection of people screaming uh, uh, upon seeing their friends for the first time in months. It was an inspirational, uh, let's yeah. look past COVID once the, it's appropriate to song. And it, it's really inspiring. It's really inspiring. Um, it's got a great beat behind it. It's kind of like, oh my god, 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 oh my um, going to be short. I have to, today. I'm doing the, my other show, the, uh, FCF show today. The at FCF show. I'm live on Twitch. I'm recording my radio show today and recording SCN today. I recorded Castle talk last night. Uh, Hello. we're, we're doing a lot of great work and Josh, yeah. we've decided to add more to our, and we have. uh, and it's going to be fun. I can't wait for people to see, uh, and hear and watch. Um, yeah, um, AJ Schwockert asks, ready for Elliot tomorrow, Josh? This is in reference to a movie trivia competition program. Um, my favorite thing was watching Elliot uh, promote it on one of those shows, of the Bateman and Cushing of that show, and they asked him, uh, well, have you been talking to Josh? And Elliot goes, I mean, are we, um, are we doing storylines or what? What are we doing right now? <laughs> Yeah, no. Uh, I'm. I'm. I may watch Billy Elliot tomorrow or ET. Get ready, because I. Um, and I'm ready for Elliot. I think we have a fun match in store for you guys. Um, it's live, but yeah, I'll um, be watching. I'll be in chat. I love going into chat and kind of trolling the Schmodown fans in a yeah. polite way. Uh, I'll be. I, I'll be there. I'll be watching. My my manager Winston Marshall, uh, aka guy. love Winston. AKA, the smoking Winston's mm -hmm. uh, nobody gets that joke because nobody smokes cigarettes anymore, but <laughs> smoking Winston's baby. Yeah. Um, smoking Winston's was like, Hey, so I think it was like lawn hold, holds like a, a study night with people. He's like online. You should check it out. I was like, I'm good. I love lawn, but I don't need, uh, listen, I, if Elliot's not studying, I'm not studying. I know what I know. I knows what I knows, Ken. I, I know what, what I, know. I know. Um, 
Edie Ken, Bra- Edie ask Bra- me a movie question. I Edie Brickell, I get it right. hold, on, hold on. Edie Brickell and the New Bohemians released a new song recently. Uh, all right. I'll ask you, um, what, what am I supposed to be asking you? Just ask me a movie question. I guarantee you I get it right. And that's all we know I'm going to win. Okay. Tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. Um, who made his uh, feature film debut in Young Guns? Uh, who made his feature film debut in Young Guns? I believe that would be Dermot Mulroney. You're going to win this thing and you're going to be stuck in the schmodown forever. <laughs> what are we doing? We're doing storylines now? What's going on? <laughs> um, yeah. Like- I'll see you tonight, Ken. We have way more construction work yeah, to do. We're, we, got, we're- we, are, we are literally building literally and figuratively building what could be the greatest thing that you guys will ever be a part of. If you're watching right now, I know you will enjoy this. It is a team up of ultimate awesomeness. It's going to be, I mean, I'm telling you, we're going to change the world. Uh, yeah. Who's the baby face Edmonds and who's the Clapton in that? Are we? <laughs> I'm clearly baby face. Guys. Okay. That's, that's true. I'll be Clapton. Um, yeah, that is it. So uh, because, of, because of that, the, after, the afternoons is going to uh, be a little shorter today. We both, uh, I have to walk over to my mechanic, um, because Grace has uh, got a Reiki client call. I can't, I can't disturb the Reiki client. I can't knock on that door. Hey, you go get me a ride to thing. So I'm going to walk over. And then uh, you and I are going to meet up in a bit. Maybe, hey, uh, we ordered, uh, we won't say from where, but the other night, Josh and I, for two people, had $61 worth of fast food delivered to us. Just to us. Don't judge us. Don't, don't, don't you judge us. Okay. Don't uh, you dare judge us. It was, Ken, we got main meals, we got appetizers, and we got milkshakes, we got all milkshakes. from a certain fast food place that shall not be mentioned. Yeah, absolutely. But Jesus does love chicken. All right. That is it uh, for the afternoons this week. Uh, episode 130, a weird one, we admit. Uh, but here we go. We're out of here. We'll see. You. It's the afternoons with Josh Ken, sometimes Amanda. A silly look at a serious world. Uh, it doesn't matter when you listen, Ken, as long as your wife might listen to this and be really upset that you sang cruising with some other girl at karaoke. It's always the afternoons. We'll miss you, Alex Trebek. We really will. <laughs>